Join Ann's and Scotty G Friday at the warehouse from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. Ho, ho, ho! Let me add a boom to that, please. Can I do that? <laughs> please do. You have so many different gears. All right, you got the question up here. It did not get as much reaction as I expected. Arizona coaches can't make up their minds. They're going to go with two quarterbacks. No way BYU loses this game. You know? Dave says that's a great plan. Just ask Bronco, Jake, and Riley. Whoa, children! It's just a shot away! Brad says... Either way, they're both really bad or inexperienced. Either way, we should win. BYU beating a Pac-12 team. It's just a shot away, shot away, shot away. Jewel says Arizona 17, BYU 13. Oh, see the fire is sweeping down on I-15 today. If you have two quarterbacks, then you don't actually have a quarterback. Coach Ron McBride, Don says, quoting Mac from the 90s, possibly the early 2000s. I tell you, love, 1-0, sister, it's just a kiss away, kiss away, kiss away, yeah. BYU fans do not... Changing the lyrics. I do, I like it. I see exactly what you're doing. Trying not to explain the joke, just let you do your thing. Give you free reign. You want to break the pocket and scramble? Let you break the pocket and scramble. Burns like a red coal carpet. Mad Wildcats lost their way. As a receiver, I just peek over my shoulder. Do I need to block? Or do I need to keep working my way open because he's staying behind the line of scrimmage? You need to have your hands in catch position because I'm going to put it right on the money just like I always do. I'm ready. Let's make another big play. I just done did. And then, after all that positivity, Mark posts, yeah, it's posts like this that gets BYU in trouble. Oh, BYU. BYU's been in trouble all week. I've been following the headlines. Very, very controversial. Decided not to name the starter yesterday. Going to name it today. Oh, man. The gall of them people. <laughs> Jaron Hall. Yeah. Been waiting for him to be named for weeks, if not months now. Well, two years. Like they told him last year, get yourself healthy. You can be the starting quarterback in 2021. And here we are on the precipice, on the brink of a childhood dream. (laughs) The question. We're done with Stone's lyrics. We're back to playing the hit. I mean, I think that if you grew up a Latter-day Saint... In Utah County, playing football at quarterback, I would think at least to a degree, you dreamed of being the starting quarterback at BYU. Must have crossed your time, uh, your mind a time or two. Yeah, especially you, if your dad, and your father, yeah, played Kalen on the BYU Hall was football a good, team. Good football player for the Cougars. He I remember was. him. So yeah, you would think that that was the case. 
and I can't I can't speak for him. Maybe he dreamed of going to SC or Utah or wherever. I'm not sure, but probably a decent possibility of going to BYU and being their starting quarterback. And now you're going to get it in uh, what ten days or so, whatever it is. And uh, it's an exciting time. And the great thing about it is neither of these two guys in Romney and Hall transferred in. So you're replacing the number two quarterback in the draft, which, you know, you're who knows the next time you're going to do that. Maybe never. But the great thing about it is you got a couple of kids there who got on the field a little bit a couple of years ago. So you're not starting completely from scratch by any stretch. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see what Jaron Hall can do because he has big play capability. And obviously he's a phenomenal athlete playing baseball, the hardest thing to do in sport is to hit a baseball and be successful at it. And he had that one thing. I mean, the statistics bear it out. You know, if you fail seven times out of ten, you're a Hall of Famer, as they say. Uh, and he had that one game where, what, he were, he was a spring quarterback and then went and hit a home run that night. Wasn't that the story? Uh, so he must be an incredible athlete. The hand-eye has got to be awesome. And to see what he can do... I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for Aaron Roderick to show what he can do because clearly he left BYU Utah on a sour note, right? He got fired, <laughs> right? He's one of our own. He's a local guy all the way through. He's one of those guys that we all want our local guys to succeed, and and he had a fair amount of success at Utah. It's not like they were losing games left and right, but Kyle went with a change, and, you know, he brought up uh, somebody who had little coordinating experience. And now A-Rod has, he has the offense to himself. And I have not spoken to A-Rod about this, but I have to believe he feels unleashed. Because I think Kalani is more willing to go offensively, take more chances to get the ball downfield and obviously get the ball ultimately in the end zone. That's what matters. Whereas Kyle was, okay, yeah, you're the coordinator, but don't screw it up. <laughs> you know, don't, don't make mistakes. Uh, protect the defense. And that's right there with the Under Armour, their uh, apparel company. Protect this house, protect this defense. <laughs> <laughs> Etched in stone tablets sitting on either end of Kyle's desk. And now that is not a singular offensive quarter telling me this. That's multiple. And, hey, the formula has worked. When you're putting nine guys in the NFL and every freaking secondary member, you know, why wouldn't you? And you got guys who can punt the ball over that mountain. Why wouldn't you? Protect this defense. Win the ball game. Ultimately, the fans don't really care as long as you're winning ball games. Your boss doesn't care as long as you're winning ball games. And when you win, you win football games. You can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, within reason. Obviously, got to be a, a quality person. But that's long since been decided for Utah. So now, Aaron Roderick has this opportunity to cut it loose. This is chance, man. That doesn't mean he's going to be irresponsible by any stretch, but it's his show. He's the boss. He's, I think that in this situation, 
he has as much authority as Norm Chow had in the positions that he had all those years. And Norm Chow might be the most famous offensive coordinator ever. Because a lot of those offensive coordinators, what do they do? They go on to be noted and accomplished head coaches. And so they're... He became a head coach at Hawaii, but not noted and accomplished. And it was at the end in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, right. they just, they're batting against the odds all the time. I, I would say that no one got more fame out of being a good offensive coordinator. That's what I'm talking because about. Because a lot of head most, coaches well, were offensive coordinators. You said the same way. thing I just said. Yeah. The most famous offensive coordinator. Yes. And because you look at these young wonder right. kids that uh, McVeigh and right. Shanahan, what do they do? They go on they to be get, head coaches. They get to be head coaching so quickly, they right. don't really build the OC rep. So nobody thinks of them as, as an o- OC. OC. They may think of them as right. offensive genius. I think Rich Rod's a phenomenal offensive mind, but again, he was He's a head, head coach. coach. As opposed to being an OC for 25 years, yeah. multiple yeah. NFL guys, multiple Heisman guys, multiple undefeated teams. On and on. Yeah. And I think that's the path that so, yeah, Aaron you Roderick is going mic. on. You could just drop the mic. It's funny you mentioned that because the um, watching him at that press conference on Saturday, that was the first time I ever looked at him and thought, he looks and sounds like a head coach. And he effectively a, is of the offense. But it goes to your point that he's the guy now in a way he's never had the authority and been turned loose. And it was just, you know, just little things, but just – eye contact and confidence. He was just exuding it. Well, he went to Kalani and he said, why don't you turn me loose? Turn me loose. Turn me loose. So that's the end of the Stones hits this morning. I've got to do it my (laughs) way. Or no way at all. Or no way at all. (sighs) Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) the conversation. I was there. Maybe he went to him and said, I'll be what? your beast of burden. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm ready to carry the burden of winning. No. We're going to turn loose. We're going to score 40 points. Stop sweating the details on defense. We're going to give you some wiggle room. Well, I asked him We're after he got let go. We're done with 24-17 and 20-19 and 16-13 and what other final scores I can remember. <laughs> well, I know when he was leaving Utah, I said... How do you sum it up? He said, I can't get no satisfaction. But I tried. And I tried. And I tried. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) Okay, we're going to give you a break to recover from that, and then we're going to promise not to do that in the next segment. Well, you led me into it. I really did. That was like me baiting Max Hall, according to Max's mother. Uh, Well, I was thinking it was more, (laughs) although you make a strong point, I thought it was more like as recently as yesterday when you baited me into the Jameis Winston stats. See? You led me all the way to the water. I did. I and then you were it. surprised. I was not surprised. We just wanted to laugh at your expense. Hell, it worked. <laughs> all right, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, if you're just joining us, we spent a lot of time this morning talking about the alliance. What does it mean? Why is it happening? Why does it sound ridiculous? I think there's one thing we can agree on. It's on the surface. It sounds ridiculous. Now, is it ridiculous, or is there more that they simply don't want to talk about and say out loud? 
We'll get to that next. One of our listeners, I think, has already hit the nail right on the head. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5, 1280 The Zone.